you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Speaker to the floor. He's not a stranger to us. He doesn't need much of an introduction other than the fact that I never get to do this. I have the microphone. I'm kidding. We are so honored to have Brother Winters with us tonight. He is a preacher of preachers, highly anointed and favored of God, preaching all across the country in our movement. He is a clear voice for apostolic truth in this generation. And I am so thankful that he took his time to be with us here tonight. And we want him to take his liberty and preach to us what God has laid on his heart. Would you do me a favor and would you put your hands together? Would you welcome our evangelist, Brother Mark Winters, as he comes to preach to us tonight? Let's give the hand clap of praise to the Lord right now, shall we? Hallelujah, he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised and magnified. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to give God a Psalm 47 1 that says, Clap your hands, all your people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, there's miracle power in this building tonight. Amen. Whatever you have come in needing tonight, I serve a God that is able to do it and exceed as it has already been mentioned. Amen. I'm thankful that I serve a God that doesn't meet my expectations. God's never met my expectation. He's always exceeded my expectation. He's a great God. Amen. What a tremendous honor it is to be here tonight. And I've always considered a great honor to be in this church, to be a part of any service here at Christian Life. And, and I just, I'm very, very honored and humbled to be here tonight. Give honor to your pastor, his family. I love and appreciate uh, Brother and Sister Jordan, their family and their friendship. And to Brother Danny and Sister Cheryl, my friends. Amen. This church, every time I come, I just feel at home here. And uh, I just appreciate what I feel. Amen. In this house tonight. God's going to do something great and mighty in this building. I don't have any doubt about that. So if you have your Bible tonight, I'm reading from the book of Mark chapter chapter 2, two verses of scripture from Mark chapter number 2 and I'll begin reading at verse uh, verse number 1. My prayers are with your pastor and his family that God would keep his hand upon them and bless them and strengthen them. Amen. You're blessed with great leadership in this church. 
Amen. And I appreciate them and their friendship and very honored that uh, Pastor would allow me to be here in his absence tonight. Amen. Mark chapter number 2 and verse number 1. And again, he is speaking of Jesus. He entered into Capernaum after some days. I love this next phrase. And it was noised that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. That second phrase of verse number one, and it was noise that he was in the house. Anybody feel him in the house tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. For the next few moments, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach about a divine visitation. Amen. A divine visitation. I believe with all of my heart before we leave this house tonight, we're going to know that there has been a visitation of the Spirit of God, not only in this building, but in your life and in your home. I believe that tonight. Amen. If you believe that, why don't you lift your hands and your voice with me right now. Let's ask the Holy Ghost to have his way. God, I thank you for your presence, your power, your anointing that's in this place tonight. God, we honor you. I thank you for what you're about to do. I thank you for what you are doing, the anointing that has been upon every part of this service, the anointed singing and worship and music, God. Anoint the ministry of your word. Anoint us to hear, to receive, to respond. Lord, I pray in this house that you would deliver those who are bound, that you would set the captive free, that you would heal those that need a miracle healing in their body. I pray pour out your spirit in this house tonight in Jesus' name name. In Jesus' name, why don't you clap your hands to him one more time. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Those of you that will help me preach, you may be seated. Amen. God bless you. We live in an era, a generation of time in which much of our society has become uh, infatuated and mesmerized by the power and prestige and personal details of celebrities and social icons and the successful people. They want to know everything about them and what they're doing and what they're doing on a daily basis and how they're dressing. What's the latest fad? They're infatuated by that. Therefore, it's no surprise that on Friday, April the 29th, 2011, an estimated 2 billion people in more than 180 countries from around the world begin to turn all of their attention upon a wedding. The wedding, a royal wedding of Prince William and Kate Middleton, who would afterwards be addressed as the Duke and the Duchess of Cambridge. This event dominated the, the subject of every social media user, Facebook. Facebook calculated that worth some 2.8 million people in Britain and America alone had written a, a status update about the royal wedding. Twitter users were tweeting every uh, 237 tweets every second about this ceremony. YouTube, there were 72 million live streams and 101 million replays of this, all because a member of the royal family was being married in a ceremony that was estimated estimated to cost somewhere between 32 and 50 million dollars. 
But two and a half months later, on July the 10th, 2011, children in one of the most deprived areas of Los Angeles received a visit, a royal visit. It was on Skid Row that this new Duke and Duchess of Cambridge began to visit with the homeless children, picked up paintbrushes and painted alongside them in the inner city art building. Cynthia Harness, the director, the president of inner city art of L.A., made the statement. She said, it is so exciting. Everyone is feeling so uplifted that the most famous couple in the world are visiting their neighborhood. Imagine the joy of entertaining royalty. Having a royal member parade through your neighborhood, it's not an ordinary event. And in many ways, I can't even relate to this. I've never shaken hands with a president. I've never had the royals parade through my subdivision. I've never entertained the Prince of Wales, the Duke, the Duchess of Cambridge. An occupant of the Oval Office has never been to my house. But the one who uses heaven as his throne the one who uses heaven as his throne and earth as his footstool has been to my house many, many times. He doesn't just know where I live. He knows my name. He knows the number of hairs on my head. He knows my needs before I ask him. And I got a feeling by looking at some of your response right now, I'm not the only one that knows what it's like to have a divine visitation. The residents of L.A. They were excited that the most famous couple would visit their neighborhood. But I get more excited thinking about the creator of the universe wrapping himself in flesh, walking among us. He didn't just show up just to paint with the homeless. He came to pursue the lifeless and the hopeless. He went to a manger in Bethlehem, a wilderness of temptation, under the water of Jordan, on top of the water of Galilee, a well in Samaria, a cemetery in Bethany, a marriage in Cana, a cross in a borrowed tomb. He kept popping up in the most unusual places, places where you never expect to see God. But then again, we've got to be reminded that he is the Emmanuel, the God with us. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Can I preach a little bit about him right now? Amen. There is nobody like Jesus. He's often been mimicked, but never matched. He's the omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent God. He has more riches than the royals. That's why he's never failed to meet your needs. His words carry more weight than the president. He can speak and blind eyes are open and deaf ears un block. Wind cease to blow. Storms stop raging and the dead come dancing out of their tomb. There is nobody. Can I get a witness? Nobody has done for you what God has done for you. The heavens declare his glory. Yet he watches over the lily of the field. He's so wide you can't get around him. So low you can't get under him. And so high you can't get over him. And the fact is, I don't want to ever get over Jesus. I don't want to get over where he's done for me, where he's brought me from. Amen. How he changed my life. There is nobody like him. Somebody ought to give this great God some great praise. 
Oh, praise him like he's done something great in your life. Praise him like he changed you. He knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. This God who is omniscient, all-knowing, knows everything about you. But he said, there's one thing I do not know. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. There have been many pretenders, many that ascribed and pursued after positions of deity, but all of them failed. Alexander, great Julius Caesar, Adolf Hitler, King Tut was but God is Alpha and Omega beginning and the end first the last creator Christ captain counselor mighty God everlasting father amen so vast that he stretches from eternity to eternity yet he knows your name it's exciting to think about God coming to earth but even more than having him just walk a few dusty roads and perform a few miracles and go to this city and that city. Even greater still is to have God Almighty come to you and to come to your house on a divine visitation. I'm going to jump way ahead and tell somebody, brace yourself and get ready. He's coming to your house. He's coming with healing. He's coming with deliverance. He's coming with provision. Oh, I feel something happening in this building right now. Get ready. Get ready. There's about to be a divine visitation of God in your home. Oh, let's worship him just a moment. Hallelujah, I feel him here right now. Imagine the joy of having the king of all kings walk through your front door. It's what happened in the scripture text we read a moment ago. Regardless, some say it was Simon Peter's house, but regardless of whose house it was, the fact was Jesus was in it. And when it was noise that he was in the house, the house was full. Amen. No doubt some came out of curiosity and others came to cures, but they came because they knew when God's in the house, the miraculous is simply inevitable. And so upon the scene march, four men carry a man, amen, that is sick of the palsy and because the crowd is so great they could not get in the door but they brought a man that was sick of the palsy. I think it's interesting that the Bible makes that statement. It didn't say he was sick with it but he was sick of it and when you get sick of your condition when you get sick of being sick and sick of being bound and sick of being in that situation it doesn't matter what you've got to do to get to Jesus these men said we didn't come this just to leave you at the front door there's got to be a divine intervention in your life so we have to tear the roof off hallelujah because it's not faith if it has a ceiling faith puts no limit on God and God puts no limit on faith and they take the roof off and they lower him down in front of Jesus and Jesus said thy sins be forgiven rise take up your bed and walk because there was a visitation of God in that house a man, a man had forgiveness and a man found healing or 
his body. What I'm trying to say in a very simple message tonight is God cannot show up and things remain the same because divine visitations always produce miraculous results. When there is a divine visitation, manna starts falling out of the heaven and water gushes out of a rock. When there's a divine visitation, children of Israel will tell you the death angel can't come in the house. When there's a divine visitation, a widow woman will tell you the meal oil, the meal barrel will never go empty. The cruise of oil will never go dry. Zacchaeus will tell you when he shows up, he brings restoration. The loved ones of Lazarus will tell you when there's a divine visitation, he puts broken families back together again. Abraham and Sarah will tell you when God shows up, children of promise are born. A widow of the prophet can tell you when there's a visitation of God. Amen. Amen. There's enough oil out of one little pot to pay the bills. Amen. And to live on. Acts 2 verifies that when there's a divine visitation, not one person leaves the house without receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I feel compelled to tell somebody, brace yourself, prepare yourself for a visitation of God. Anybody need him to show up at your house tonight? Oh, let's lift our hands and love him right now. His plea was very simple. He threw himself at the feet of Jesus, Jairus did, and said, Lord, if you would but come to my house. He wasn't worried about what people thought about him, his position and pedigree. Amen. As a ruler, amen, all that mattered to him was I've got to get the Lord to my house because my daughter is dying and when you get desperate you will try anything you'll throw yourself at his feet you'll tear the roof off you'll march around a city you'll climb a sycamore tree you'll put your feet in the water you'll dip seven times if somehow somebody would let that same desperation get a hold of them tonight there is no telling what God would do in your house I wish somebody would make up their mind I'm not leaving here tonight till I get my miracle I need a miracle. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I need a healing in my body. Amen. I need the Holy Ghost to move on my situation. I need a visitation of God. And I refuse to allow what somebody thinks about me. Stand in the way of getting the Lord to come to my rescue. Somebody needs to cry out to him right now. Somebody needs to open the door of your home and your heart and let the king of glory come in. Hallelujah, my daughter, he said, is at the point of death come. And Jesus responds and follows Jairus to his home. Amen. I don't know about you, but if I knew Jesus was about to walk through the front door, I don't think it would be a casual stroll to the house that day. 
But with expectation, he probably outran the Lord to tell his wife, he's coming, he's coming, he's on his way, get ready, get ready, something's about to change. Amen. They're interrupted with a, by a woman with the issue of blood. She touches the hem of his garment. Amen. And while Jesus is speaking to her and tells her you are healed, the messenger taps Jairus on the shoulder and says, do not trouble the master any further. Your daughter is dead. Hallelujah. In a miracle atmosphere. Man, where one has just received her healing. The voice of doubt said God did it for them, but it could never happen in your house, Jairus. It's too late for a miracle at your house. But the Bible said as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, then he said, be not afraid, only believe. Sometimes you got to keep believing in spite of what everybody's saying, in spite of what you see, in spite of the popular opinion poll, and just understand I got a word from God. I got a promise from the Lord, and he's coming. It might not be today. It might be tomorrow, but he's coming to my house. He's coming with healing, and Jesus walked into that home. You know the story well. He walked into that home, rebuked the doubters, the scoffers, amen, and raised up a little girl. Amen. When you are ready, God is ready, and nothing can stand in the way. But I'm preaching to somebody right now. Like Tyrus, somebody's walked into this service tonight, and you've been praying, God, I need you to show up. There's got to be a divine visitation of the Holy Ghost in my home. I need a prayer warrior to help me right now. I need a saint of God to help me right now. Amen. There's some things going on in your house. Amen. And your life that are beyond your control. There's some troubles you didn't expect and some needs you can't meet and a sickness the doctor doesn't know what to do with and a child that's running from God and a companion that's got to be saved. There's doors that have got to be opened. There's a mountain that's got to be moved. There's the past that's haunting you. There's sin in the that's got to be forgiven. Somebody needs to cry out, I need you, Jesus, to come to my rescue. It's come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. Come on, let's pray in the Holy Ghost right now. God's getting ready to step on the scene in your life. I've got good news for you. The Duke of Cambridge may not know anything about you, but the King of Kings knows your address. He knows your need before you can get it out of your mouth. He knows what to do. My God, he knows how to fix it. He knows how to turn it around. He knows how to bring the answer. Why don't you open up the door with your worship and let the king of glory in. He's coming with all power. He's coming with healing in his wings. He's coming with divine intervention and deliverance right now. 
It doesn't take much to get him to show up. All you need to do is to be able to worship him. If you can praise him, he inhabits your praise. Worship is his work address. While you're praising him, amen, he'll come in. While you're praising him right now, he will heal your body. While you're worshiping him, my God, he's going to give you peace. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, join hands with somebody nearby you. And let's pray in the Holy Ghost right now. God's getting ready to show up in your world. He knows the prayers you've been praying. He's gathered up those tears that have streamed down your face at your bedside. He knows what you're wrestling with. He knows what's going on in your house. He knows, my God, I feel a miracle in this building right now. You need to open up your house to the Lord. You need to open up your heart to the Lord right now. The King of glory is about to walk in. There's going to be a divine visitation of God in your house. You may not see God coming, but you're going to know God's been there when you get home tonight. Amen. When you open the door and step across the threshold, you are going to, my God, you're going to feel the difference. You're going to know something happened. While I was at his house, he did something at my house. While I was worshiping him, he was working for me. I feel so much Holy Ghost right now. Come on. He's showing up. He's showing up. He's showing up. Just open up right now to the Lord. There is going to be a divine visitation of God in your home. That's it, brother. Hallelujah. Take your wife by the hand and believe God for a divine visitation. God, you've been praying. Lord, what are we going to do? How is this going to work out? Where's the answer? God just saying, just let me in. Just invite me over. I'll come if you'll just praise me. I'll show up. I'll work it out for you. I'll provide the need. Amen. I'll do it for you. I'm ready. I'm just waiting on an invitation. Whatever you got to do to get to him. Whatever you got to do to get the house ready, you need to do it right now. Some of you have some backslidden family members. You need to call their name right now. And while you're speaking their name, amen, I believe the Holy Ghost can go to that house where they're sitting, that job where they're working, and begin to bring to remembrance what it was like to feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. Something can move upon them right now that would draw them back to the house of God. Yabaka Yabaha, Yabara Sunday Yabaha. 
Hallelujah. It said, just respond to the Holy Ghost. You don't have to wait on me. You're not waiting on me. You're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you right now. He's waiting on somebody, amen, to say, I need you. I've got to have you. There has got to be a visitation of God in our home. Come on, I feel a miracle in this building right now. It's not too late for a miracle at your house. It's not too late for God to show up. It's not too late for this situation to turn around. He's an on time. God. Same God that showed up at Tyrus' house is in this house right now. For he said, we're two, I three are gathered together in my name there. Am I in the midst of them? He showed up with two or three million in the wilderness, 5,000 on a hillside, 120 in an upper room, two in a Roman jail, and even for one on the Isle of Patmos. Even if you're by yourself right now, amen, God can show up at your house. Even if you're feeling alone, God can show up right now. I've got plenty of notes, but I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to do something right now. I don't want to embarrass anybody in this house tonight, but if there needs to be a visitation of God in your home and in your family, amen, if there needs to be and you are praying for a divine visitation of God, for a miracle in your house, I'm asking you, if you're able, I know it's a little tight, but if you're able to get to this altar, I'm asking you to lift your hands and on the way to this altar, start praying. Hallelujah, you don't wait till you get here. On the way in the aisle, start praying. God's getting ready to show up at your house. I know what I feel felt in the Holy Ghost today. How there's people coming. You're not the only one that's been praying. God, we gotta have a miracle. God, something's gonna happen in our house. There's gotta be a divine breakthrough. There's gotta be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. God, there's some sickness that it must be healed. There's some situations, God, that you gotta fix. We need you to show up right now. That's it. They're still coming. Hallelujah. People are still coming. We're about to do what the New Testament church did. While Peter sat in prison, the Bible said they prayed. And they prayed without ceasing. And while they were praying on one side of town, God started working and brought a miracle of deliverance on the other side of town. While we are praying right now, I need some people of faith to help me. While we are praying right now, hallelujah, while this church is praying on this side of town, on this side of the county, God's working on the other side. Hallelujah. While you're praying, answers are being dispatched. Miracles are being dispatched right now. Healing is coming to your home, to your body, divine intervention to your house.
Come on, just keep praying. Tear the roof off. Do what you got to do to get to it right now. Come on, you can't afford to miss this divine visitation. Your situation's too desperate. It's too serious. You can't wait to another service. How the healer is in the house right now. Amen. There is healing that's going to happen in this building right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The ministry of this church is moving through this altar. They're praying right now. God's going to bring healing to you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, it's in the house right now. All you've got to do is lift your hands and begin to worship God. Begin repenting. Come on. The Holy Ghost is working on you right now. If you need a provider, he's in the house. Come on, loose your faith right now in the name of Jesus. Let it be done right now. Come on, let's flow in the Holy Ghost. There's things happening in the Spirit right now. Don't stop praying. How will you find somebody to pray with? Somebody to pray for. It can be your prayer and your faith. Amen. That opens up the window of heaven for them right now. I need you. If you would but come, let it be noised. That you were in my house, oh God. That's it. Let's just keep praying. The Holy Ghost is working right now. Hayabakayabarasandoriyabahai. Hayabakorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorolorol